It's the Dogcast, episode number 141, The Dogcast Manifesto. This is the Dog Guest, episode number 141. We're back. We're here in Athens, and uh, it's the Manifesto Show. Me and Old Dog were holed up here in the bunker. Not a whole lot going on with the Bulldog football program. We do have two pieces of news, though. We're going to get to it. This is our Manifesto Show, the show where we talk about 15 things that we hate about college football. Yeah. And it, it's not the, the traditional 15 things, like we wish there was a playoff or... You know, we hate Florida. These are just things that rub us the wrong way. Just observations. Stuff we're tired of hearing, stuff that gets beat into the ground. But before we get into that, Two Derek, pieces of dog news. I am shocked. I, I'm in appalled. College kids are drinking. I know. I mean, what is this world coming to? And what is wrong with Coach Rick that he can't stop this just Did- horrendous thing that's going on? You've got kids that are 19, 20, drinking beer, and Coach Rick can't stop it. <laughs> it's an epidemic, a raging, out-of-control epidemic. I mean, there's only one thing I know to do. Move the drinking age back to 18 where it should be anyway. Daggum right, man. I tell you what. Dog fans, if you didn't know, we had two players, cornerback. One, one you've heard of, one you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Donovan Baldwin, who's a cornerback. Yeah. Got a one-game suspension for public drunkenness. And other than his parents, who know who he is? <laughs> Man, dude, you're so cold. I know, dog. but you you're know. So, other than his parents, who knows who he Best is? Best girlfriend, probably. Okay. <laughs> he got it for driving under the influence, okay? He was driving and, you know, driving bad. I think he crossed the center line, something like that. And then our boy. I mean, nothing like being on a moped going the wrong way. No, nothing crazy okay. like that. And then our boy, the best football name on the team, yeah. fullback Fred Munzenmeyer, arrested for public drunkenness, and uh, I don't know. After he tried to flag down a policeman <laughs> that he thought was a cab. <laughs> Aggressive. At least he was trying to do the right thing. He realized he couldn't walk. Yes. yes. And wanted a cab. And it just, he saw Crown Victoria with some shit on top. <laughs> And he flagged him down. and It just happened to be the wrong stuff. It turned out, and he got a one-game suspension, and it turned into a two-game suspension after Coach Rick found out he was, let's say, a little aggressive with yeah. the police. And uh, so Munson Well, it wasn't. I don't think it was real police, so I think it was campus police. No, no, it was. It was that a, was the real police? ACC finest, baby. Athens-Clark County. Oh, man, so they're the ones that actually stop people like me from walking to the stadium with a drink in their hand. The boys in blue. Oh, yeah. The boys they in blue. They mean business. They do. There's no doubt about it. Well, I tell you what, though. I mean, and, and not just with, with Fred and this other guy, which certainly driving drunk is is not something you ought to do, but I am glad that crime in Athens is to the point 
where we can worry about people walking around with a drink in their hand. They have I mean, so I guess little to no, worry about. I guess there's no robberies, there's no drug dealing, there's no raping, and there's no murdering. Like the guy said at the uh, Clark County paper, he said, look, either we have too many policemen or not enough crime. One, One or the or other. The other. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> well, so we had those two things. And then on and good news, what I think was a huge good pickup, we hired, we replaced our our uh, tight ends coach who nobody knew. Right. Um, with a guy who nobody's going to know. I mean, you know. He's, yeah, Bob Lilly, right? Yeah. used to play for uh, Dallas. <laughs> no, not the tight end from Dallas, Bob Lilly. No, he was defensive, defensive end. end. whatever, yeah. something like that. No, John, L- John Lilly. His son. I don't know if he's his son or not. Okay. He could be. But I don't think so. This guy's been Florida State. He's been under Bobby Bowden for 13 years. And he's kind of like the Rodney Garner of Florida State. He's a recruiting coordinator by nature. Right. So now we've got uh, two, you know, quote-unquote, recruiting coordinators. Right. And I'm going to give a little teaser for another show we got coming on. Oh, God, the this teaser. Is, for the last five years, Florida State has had a top seven recruiting class. Yes. Yet they ain't worth a damn. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm not sure what this top recruiting class does. But that's a little fodder for another show. It is. That's coming up soon. Before before signing right. day in February, we're going to talk about recruiting. But let's not get anyone's dick hard over this guy that, <laughs> you know, he's this great recruiter. Because if they've had that many good classes and they can't even beat people like Clemson and Maryland, yeah. then they've got problems. Yeah, but, you know, they, you know, well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, let's not I was put a whole say- lot of stock. In being a recruiting coordinator and having top five recruiting classes. You're right. Because when it comes to playing on the field, I really don't think that makes a hill of beans. But it turns out, it seems, though, he's certainly not going to be, at least he won't be a liability. No, I, I agree with He you. can't do anything but help, I would like to think. And he may even find some tight ends that can catch. <laughs> he might. Because the guy who we had before, as you know, was the father of Martrez Milner. A disease. <laughs> a disease. Martrez Milner disease. He invented it. So that's all the football news in town this week, other than some arcane recruiting news. So on with the manifesto show. Yeah. We were going to shoot for 20 things, guys, but it turns out we only got 15 things. And I want to thank everybody who emailed us in list. We had people email in list saying that we were part of the manifesto. Right. We were part of what they hated about college sports and everything that comes out of our dumb, stupid mouth, yeah. you know? But, uh, you know, this is not, like I said, a traditional list. So, no. without further ado, let's hit it. I got it right here in my hand, the paper. Number one, old dog, it's, it's yours. It's mine. I'm going to let you have it. At what point in time, how many years ago, did they start calling Joe Paterno Joe Pa, <laughs> making him like he's some damn cartoon character? And he does kind of look like one, you know, with those big, thick glasses. He kind of looks like Mr. Slate from the... From the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, the boss of the gravel yard. Yeah, the, the gravel pit. But, I mean, the man's name is Joe Paterno, and all of a sudden he turned in to this lovable, cuddly character, Joe Joppa. Joppa, like the mascot of the Olympics or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, you know, Joppa. let's get over it. I should also say, this list is in no particular order. No. This was as it came to us in a drunken stupor one right, night. Right, but I am just tired of hearing ad nauseum. 
Joe Pa this, Joe Pa that. <laughs> Joe Pa wears, you know, 50-year-old wingtips. You know, he lives in a shack and donates all his money to the library. Joe Pa, Joe Pa, Joe Pa. Yeah, you know, enough. Gotcha. Call the man Coach Paterno. Oh, yes, exactly. That's his name. Coach Paterno. Right. Number two, I'm going to take this one. The whole concept of the signature win. What the hell is that? <laughs> what is a signature win? Yeah. Like any one win, you know, we this team needed to put a had a needed a signature win this season. Our signature win, old dog, was the Florida victory. It was different than all of our other wins. It was a signature win. Yeah, you know, I mean, and talking about this coach needs a signature win. This, you know, this come team, on. this defense. This is a signature performance yeah. by this defense. I mean, enough is enough. Less can it, less come up with something new. Is that, yeah, we're tired of signature wins. Yeah. And kind of in the same vein. On the, on, the, on the tail end of that, I don't want to hear about anybody having damn swagger. <laughs> you know, Miami needs swagger. They lost their swagger. This guy's got swagger. This, this guy, guy doesn't. doesn't have swagger. You know, we've got too many drunk kids swaggering around. <laughs> Apparently, Fred Munsonmeyer was swaggering when he tried to swagger flag down a cap and then caught some more swagger when he gave the cop a lot of lip. <laughs> Swagger's going to cost him two games right. next year, isn't it? You so, know, let's hope Joe Pa has swagger on his next damn signature <laughs> win. Okay. But enough of that. You know, someone tell me what swagger is, and maybe I'll believe it. Somebody tell me what number, we're on number four now. Somebody tell me what beamer ball is. Well, that's when you can't play offense (laughs) or defense, and you hope you block a punt or run back a kick to win. You talk about, you know, since when did playing stingy defense and good special teams and conservative offense become beamer ball? Well, I guess they feel sorry for him because he has Bell's palsy and damn half his face is frozen. (laughs) Yes. That's beamer ball. You know what? We take your beamer ball and cram it up your signature butt, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and number, number five on the list is... Just in general, it's represented by Hawaii this yeah. year, but the whack. Right, and just the overhyping of wannabe teams. You right. play a weak damn schedule, you go undefeated, and then folks try to make up excuses as to why you're better than you really are. And thank heavens, unlike Oklahoma, and big game Bob Stoops, and they call him big game because he's never won one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh. Much like Tommy Bowden up at Clemson. That's right. But, you know, I mean, you know, come on. We need to get real. We know what conferences they play real football in, and we know the wannabe conferences. And to try to put the two together and make excuses again like they did this year, why Hawaii might do this, why Hawaii might do that, you know, come on. I'm it's, sick of that. Yeah. We've we've had enough of that. And talking about ESPN overhyping stuff. Yeah. Let's let's skip down the list here. We don't want to see ESPN overhype anything no. anymore. I mean, they have they ruined the career of Michelle Wee. Yes. They made me hate Danica Patrick, who <laughs> I don't even know who she is, is or she what even kind still of driving or what kind of car she's driving anymore. Yes. You know, but they acted like, you know, she had won every race. This poor kid, Michelle Wee, 
you know, she flamed out at 16. Right. You know, and they're trying to make her, you know, like she's going to compete with men. Hell, she can't even win on the women's tour. Right, right. Uh, and I don't and I don't think Danica Patrick's won anything. She's never won a race in IndyCar. No. And also, look at the Big Ten. I mean, you know, they just overhype. Oh. When they get on something, you just cannot escape it. No, ESPN they, needs they to wield their it, power responsibly. They beat it to death. Yes. And speaking of stuff beaten to death, <laughs> whoever came up with the Lou Holtz pep talk needs to be publicly <laughs> flogged. Because that is oh. maybe the worst segment that there has ever been on TV. And I, listen, I'm sensitive to the fact that we have some listeners out there that think we drag Lou Holtz well, and Lee Corso too much. Well, we can much. drag. I mean, Lee Corso can't an, pick who wins. Idiot. Lou Holtz is just a senile old idiot. And the <laughs> fact that they came up with this pep talk thing where he actually, I guess, believes he's the coach of this I team. I don't know what he And he's, he's talking doing. to anybody that listens. <laughs> he's I mean, talking to emptiness. It, it's horrible. And Mark May is just a nut. <laughs> he was a great offensive lineman, but he has no real concept of college football oh. whatsoever. And as far as his analysis of the game, you know, he, he's pathetic. By the way, that's like 7, 8, and 9 on the list right yeah. there. Lee Corso, Lou Holtz, and the Lou Holtz pep talk. Lou Holtz pep talk is actually a separate entry yeah. on the list. Oh. Because I'm telling you guys, everybody saw it. You guys saw the last one he did, the one he did for Illinois versus USC, where he puts on the little Illinois hat, and he t- he's like, come on, guys, I know you beat Ohio State this year, and, and yeah, I know you ain't can worth play. a damn. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, that Lou Holtz pep talk is painful to watch. Oh, it is. Uh, Tim Tebow gushing. Oh, and again. This should get know, its goes, own show. And, and it will. It's going to get its own show. Because we're doing Tim Tebow Mythbusters. We're doing Tim Tebow Mythbusters. But again, this is ESPN and all media taking it to the extreme. Tim, you know, it's just he is a fullback that can throw the ball a little bit, and they've even got a thing now on the AJC poll. I know, know, I saw that. Who's going to go pro first? Is it going to be Tim Tebow or Matthew Stafford? Well, here's the deal. Tim Tebow will never be a pro quarterback because he ain't that good a quarterback. (laughs) Exactly. He's a good fullback, and... Stafford, at best, is going to be another Jeff George. Right. Exactly. A big arm. And, yeah, and, and not much talent. Not much talent. And, you know, going. And hopefully he won't be as destructive <laughs> to any team that he goes to. I mean, you think about since when you got Holly Rowe on the sideline talking who, about who how is Tim fat Tebow, and ugly. <laughs> You are on fire. Well, I mean, you know. Settle down, is old there, dog. Is there anyone? <laughs> what is it with the networks? Is there anyone that tunes into a game because Holly Rowe is the sideline reporter? I know a guy who does. Oh. But no, Holly Rowe says, you know, Tim Tebow doesn't really go out on spring break like regular. He's not a regular college. He's not a regular man. He, he's, he's something beyond that. Well, we're he's getting into the, we're, we're getting to the okay, Mythbusters right. show. Let's Tim move Tebow on. gushing. 
Okay, this gets a separate entry all by itself too. The haka dance. Yeah. Haka maka laka liki laka liki. That means we suck. And and boy, that just scared the shit out of us, didn't it? <laughs> exactly. That haka dance, all that crap on their yeah. face, and they can't. Oh come on. I mean, other than the cheap hit on our first kickoff return by I think it was number twenty one. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. I mean, you know, they had nothing. Yes. Now here we go. This is kind of a. Uh, this is a uh, number like thirteen. Okay. This is pretty controversial here. This the one of the things we hate about college football is that certain sort of player who shall go a certain type of player who pretends that he gets hurt every time that he really just got burnt. Yeah. And and has to go out for a play, but miraculously, like a wrestler almost beaten down. Reaches down deep, finds that intestinal fortitude, and damn if he ain't in the next play yeah. later. He gets smoked and a play in the end after zone. that is talking crap. <laughs> exactly, he gets smoked in the end zone. Comes up with a lame hamstring, which is the only reason that he missed yeah. the play. Got to go out because he's a warrior. He comes back in after one play and is talking smack two plays later. Right, he's and if he makes a tackle later in the game, he's all full of the pounding, um, pounding his chest. Oh, the chin strap comes down. Helmet comes off. He's hot, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's certain sort of player. Right. We don't need that. We don't need any more of that. And we're tired of seeing it. Here's one that's near and dear to my heart. Doing the gator chomp to the Jaws theme. Yeah. What is dun, that? Dun, dun, dun. They're the gators, dun, 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 but dun, the Jaws dun, theme, dun, dun, the movie's dun, dun. about a shark. <laughs> Why? And sharks are quiet. Why? Sharks do don't come up sh- on you like gators do. Why do they have to play the damn Jaws theme at, at, at the stadium in Gainesville? Well, it, I mean, or are wherever they wherever they go, they are. They're just freaking stupid. The band plays the Jaws theme. Everything about, us. Uh, yeah, stupid. they're not the Sharks. They're the Gators. <laughs> and Gators don't have a theme song. So no. I know, I know. That's only slightly better than the War Eagle being cheered for by the Tigers. Who really are the Plainsmen. Who really are the Plainsmen. <laughs> Okay, number 13. Yeah, number 13. The concept of a big Thursday night college football game. Yeah, this is just, I mean, (laughs) a big Thursday night football game is for junior high school. I know, yeah. Dawkins Middle plays Gable Middle. Yeah, junior high plays on Thursday night. High school plays on Friday night. And real college teams play on Saturday. Exactly. That's the way it is. And pros on Sunday. It's a progression. I mean, you know, that's the way it's it's done. That's the way you go. And, you know, here I am. I was going through Charleston, and they've got, or it may have been Columbia. I don't know. Some some town in South Carolina starts with a C. Gotcha. And they've got this call-in show. Could could have been. (laughs) They've got the Gamecock call-in show, and apparently they're like four guys that have been suspended for not going to class, right. kind of like Blake Mitchell yeah. was. And Blake Mitchell may have even organized this, this <laughs> academic uh, sit-out <laughs> That's what of some sort. Exactly. Like a strike. And and one of them is uh, the guy that may uh, take over, Mike Corey Davis. Boyd. Yeah, Mike Davis, you know, because he's back like cook crack, too. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, this, this announcer, or one of the guys, one of the hosts of the show, goes, and these aren't just any football games. These are big Thursday night games. You know, one's against NC State and the other's against Podunk U. 
on well, Thursday well, night. Well, I'm going to tell you, there ain't no big game on Thursday <laughs> night. And and if you are a university that gets excited about being bowl eligible or playing on Thursday night, you know, you really aren't, you're, you're, you're really the, not a mainstream football you're program. You're the kind of program that we look, we look down our nose at. Right, as well we should. Exactly. You're the kind of program that hires former big-name coaches who fall flat on their face, <laughs> who we've already referenced one on the senile Lou Holtz, soon to be followed by that piece of shit, Steve Spurrier. I, I tell you, I got the Gamecocks going for Brian Billick. I yeah. mean, you know, he's been in the Super Bowl. He's a genius. Brian Billick is a genius. Yeah, even though. And he's a defensive guy. See, that's after leaving Spurrier, they're going to need a defensive mastermind. Oh, absolutely. Well, they got a defensive mastermind in Brian Van Gordon. Well, that's But let's not, let's not go to that. Cause All we're, right. Because we're having too much fun downgrading the Gamecocks for thinking that they play big-time football on a Thursday night. <laughs> Number 14. This one's yours. I'm going to let you take this. Okay. Man. The idea of scripted plays. Yeah. I mean, what is that? Like, you are some kind of marvel because you said, I'm going to run these 14, 20, 25 plays, no matter what the hell's going on. <laughs> you know, even if two of them work real well and we probably ought to keep running them until they stop it, go away I've that. written down these 20 plays and, and we're going to do God, it they're because the they're scripted plays and I'm a genius for writing them down. <laughs> And I'm going to stick to it come hell right. or high water. You know, s- scripted plays are right up there with signature wins and swagger. <laughs> you know, they're overrated and they're not needed. And they all start with S. Yes. Okay. And then last but not least, probably one of my favorite things on the list of the Dogcast Manifesto, things we hate about college football, all artificial spirit. Yeah. Including thundersticks. This kind of includes the the haka dance, the the big wigs. This is for fans, though. Yeah. The thunder sticks, the terrible towels, the uh, the rock, all the everything. You, artificial spirit. Yeah. How would you like to be someone that pays good money for a ticket and sit behind somebody that has put on three feet of hair? <laughs> In front of you that you can't see around. I tell you what, I tell you what I'm doing is I'm pulling out my lighter (laughs) and making that nylon burn. Yeah, you paint your body red and put on a giant red afro wig because you've got spirit. You know, yeah, artificial spirit. Right. We're the only artificial spirit you ought to have. Come out of a glass bottle. <laughs> With a label on it somewhere north of 50, 60, 80 proof. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's the only kind of artificial spirit should be allowed in the stands. No doubt about it. All right. Is, is that it? Are we finished with the list? Well, I don't think we talked about, well, and maybe we did and I just forgot. Are we adding to but the list But the over time? the Big Ten. Oh. Just the fact that the entire conference isn't worth a damn and they try to make it out like it's big-time football, they put them in, and yet every time they fall flat on their face. I mean, you know, we go back, we said it before. LSU, Ohio State, maybe LSU should have been there, maybe they shouldn't, but they acted like it was just a given Ohio State ought to be there because they're so good, and they're They're Ohio State. And they've got a linebacker who's the son of... 
Animal the Wrestler. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, come on. I mean, Ohio State and the Big Ten, they are almost as bad as the whack. Almost. And I'll tell you what, Ohio State had as much business in the national championship game as Hawaii had in the Sugar Bowl. I agree. And if you look down at your beloved little iPod right now, you will notice my fantastic show graphic for this week, the new Ohio State logo, O for 9. Right. O for 9 in school history against the SEC. O for 9. What do, but, you, what do you say about what that? I'm, well, I tell you, I'm going to end it what I'm hoping is that Joe Pa can get a signature win because his team captures Swagger and starts playing Beamer Ball. <laughs> Against Ohio State. Right. <laughs> On their way to a after BCS Lou championship. After Lou Holtz has given them a pep talk. <laughs> Waving a terrible towel. Right. <laughs> Dog fans, that's going to wrap. That's it. That's the stuff we hate. We're tired of hearing. It's overhyped. We just... And Look, next year, I understand Danica Patrick and Michelle We are joining Holly Rowe on the sidelines. <laughs> we just want to get that off our chest. Yeah. And uh, it's just things we don't like about college football. Right. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Let's get back down to the basics and let's not try to make it cute. And i tell you something else. I'm going to throw this in. I don't care where the hell Todd Blackledge eats. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. I and I don't like want to hear Blackledge. and I don't want to hear about people asking him where he's gonna eat, what a great segment it is. Nobody really cares. <laughs> people aren't coming up into him in the airport asking him where to eat. No, they're if not. If you go to a college town, you know where to eat. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Are you on fire tonight or what? I tell you, it's just, you know. It's one thing after another. This is a signature show for you all. It, it, well, you know. It, it's a it, signature it, effort. It probably is, because uh, I have my swagger back. <laughs> Dog fans, check our Tim Tebow Mythbusters edition coming out. And I always say it's coming later this week, and you know it probably won't be till hey, next no, Monday. Hey, no, tell them when we're going to no, get tell on Tell them when we're going to do the Mythbusters show. But we are getting closer to recruiting signing day. And Mythbuster recruiting. And Mythbuster recruiting show, where we're going to break down our our class from four years ago so you see exactly what uh, recruiting really means in the big scheme of things right and uh dog fans that's it so here from athens the dog cast broadcast team signing out go dogs man i'm gonna run out and flag me down a policeman see if i can get a ride home <laughs> exactly i'll meet you over at the georgia theater go dogs <laughs>